Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of the GYST podcast. Of the, of, well, hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit, Shit Together. Ruben, how come you didn't say anything? No one told me anything. Ruben, that means you never listened to <laughs> what us. Is, what is this? <laughs> no one told me anything. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. So people on YouTube, this is Ruben. I was wondering what the fuck you were looking at. I keep forgetting about the camera. Right? Yeah. Um, so hello, everyone. My name is Rohit Rohila. Uh, we have, my we name have an esteemed guest. Well, shouldn't you introduce yourself first? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Ruben Marquez. I'm at Barthwaj on the mic. And I'm Kyle Reed. All right. So for those of you who are longtime listeners, we always talk about our good friend, Ruben Marquez from, from Tejas. Because <laughs> <laughs> the beard is banging. That is right. pretty long. Yeah. That's what, oh. That's what she said. Whoa. It's true. I talked to his wife yesterday. She's like, es muy long. Grande. Muy long. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the word for long. What is the word for long, Ruben? You're Mexican. I don't know what the word for long is. The only thing you can do with something grande. that long and skinny is pee grande. from the hallway. Grande, huh? <laughs> Sorry. I said the only thing you're going to do with something that long and skinny is pee from the hallway. True. I've done oh. it. Well, it ladies. pissed somebody off. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, even though we got off to a crude start, this episode is actually all about family. <laughs> so, yeah. Oops. It's kind of funny. Um, but... With the holidays coming up, we here at the GYSC Podcast Studios really wanted to talk to you about different ways to manage family during holidays. Now, this isn't necessarily how to deal with or how to put up with because those are kind of centered around negative connotations. <laughs> no, it's definitely about that. Yeah, that's true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what we want to talk about is more of how to manage yourself, how to manage families, especially if you're married, you know, the... You've got one side of the family and another side of the family. So how do you really go into that? So a couple of things that I wanted to bring up before we kind of open this up is one, remember, it's inevitable. You're going to get very upset at your family over the holidays because it's not the holidays if you aren't mad at one of your family members and hate them, right? So just remember, though, that family's forever and you have to learn to like them. And the other thing I want to talk about is when it comes to a grudge, there's so many things that have happened in our past with our family members. Maybe someone, you know, cousin Timmy did something and, oh, sorry, I'm Indian. Maybe cousin Rajiv did something to you. Um, I don't have a cousin Rajiv, so that didn't make any sense either. You're fucked up. <laughs> um, Why but, is the Indian guy so racist? <laughs> But it, so a lot of times like what will happen is someone will do something to you and, and you just hold on to that. Right. But remember, family's forever. Right. So if someone did something that upset you a long time ago, first think about how long ago that actually was. Is Did it just happen recently or are you holding on to stuff that happened just 10 plus years ago? And then think about who is that really hurting? Right. By you holding on to that grudge in a way we're trying to punish the other person. If, if Ahmed did something to me, I'm going to hold on to this grudge and, and I'm not going to talk to him. And in a way, that's me punishing him. No, that punishes me. Because who knows if Ahmed even realizes he did something in the first place, right? 
And so if there's something with your family that you're holding on to, you have to learn to let it go. It's going to be the best for you. It's going to be the best for your relationship. And those are just a couple of things that you need to do when it comes to managing family during the holidays. So Kyle, what are, your, what are some of your thoughts? I really enjoy listening to you. Do you really? Said no one ever. Oh, I'm sorry, was that? I said that. <laughs> I'm, le- I'm leaving now. I'm going to go find the tallest building and jump off of it. Um, man, no, I think that's fantastic. And talking about a lot of things when we we're, were putting this kind of episode together was, you know, in-laws, right? I'm not married currently, unfortunately. But I guess unfortunately, it's under, your call. It's under my control. <laughs> I was getting there, damn it. Come on, man. Let me own my shit. Sorry, sorry. Let me own my shit. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm gonna fix it, okay? Damn it, it's broken. I'm fixing it. It's like a faucet. <laughs> but I have an extensive. <laughs> I have an extensive. Uh, uh, my other half has an extensive family. They're fantastic, right? But that also requires a big timeshare. Um, so you have to make sacrifices. So I think I think that is proactively planning and making sacrifices to um, appease both sides of the family if you have an, an other half, right? Whether um, Rohit needs to spend time with his boyfriend's family, I heard um, that. and Ruben needs to spend time with their wife's side of the family, whatever that looks like. I think it's extremely important and something that we all need to focus on because usually during the holidays, which kind of sucks, is a time of year where you see extended family that you only see once a year. So instead of loathing that time, enjoy that time. Look forward to that time. Now, one of the things I wrote down here when Rohit was talking was learn from family. And by that, I mean, I've got a, a great cousin. I call him my uncle. That uh, I recently, I think I discussed on this podcast before, I recently established an, an adult relationship with. When I was a kid, my parents took us to... Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm and Magic Mountain. And we stayed at their house. I remember it was the very first time I met them. I have memories of that trip because as a kid going to Disneyland, it's like the most amazing thing ever. And um, I didn't see him again until recently, like two years ago. And we hung out at my aunt's house, my grandma's birthday. And he came and stayed the night at the house. And we kind of just had beers and barbecue together and, and chilled. And then we went to Vegas together for family reunion. And then he came to my brother's wedding. So I've been able to connect with him on numerous occasions recently. And it's always a great time. He's such a great soul and good energy. And I learn so much about my family from him that I didn't know. Not even talking to my mom or my grandma or my aunts and uncles. I I learned stories about them from him (laughs) through his eyes. That is absolutely... The stories they wouldn't have told you. Absolutely. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. And... Or stories that I have heard of through someone else's eyes. Yeah. Which, um, almost ashamedly, I'll admit that I took that view for granted from my mom or my uncle, right? Because it was views that I was always able to see. But when I seen this story through a fresh set of eyes, it opened things up for me. And I think that that's important. The next family function you go to during the holidays, if you if you hear a story from somebody else, that you may be familiar with that story, don't write it off. Don't be like, oh, yeah, I've heard this before. That's what people say all the time, right? I'm guilty of it. You start to tell a story. I'm like, oh, yeah, you told me about this. And I write it off and I don't pay attention anymore because I, oh, yeah, I know, whatever. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Yeah. I've learned from that mistake. 
by being able to listen to these stories and see them through the eyes of someone else. That was fucking huge for me. Um, take advantage of that because I, I think with anyone, whether you have small family, big family, extended family, multiple sides of a family, we all have people I think that we don't see often enough mm-hmm. in our lives. For sure. And the holidays is what brings them around. Mm-hmm. Ask them a story. Yeah. Ask them to tell you about something. It's, it's fucking awesome. I mean, taking the holiday... The holiday ends up becoming an excuse for the family to be coming together, even though yeah. it's a sad thing to say, but at the same time, it's a happy thing happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even if we put aside all the shopping and all the other side stuff, family is, is there. Like, they'll be there. Yeah. Blood is blood. And the, the thing I wrote down while you were talking, though, is it's actually, it's okay to just stay mad. Right. Oh, if you're mad at like family, and, and here's the thing, totally goes against one. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not. We're not saying how to solve a family issue. We're saying how to manage family during the holidays. If you're upset, it's okay to just be mad, but check yourself. Meaning, you don't have to be the person that's the outlandish one. You don't have to be the person that's in the person's face being the dick. If you're mad, that's fine. Be the bigger person. Just back off. It's cool. Mm-hmm. They're still family. Like, they're still your blood. I'm sure there's no, still something No, Uncle Theophilus there. ain't coming to the house this year. <laughs> and my answer would be like, all right, cool. Click. Like, if, if that's how you feel, then that's perfectly fine. I'm just saying it, we shouldn't be like, oh, this is how you solve all angers within everybody. Yeah. Because there's we don't know everybody's circumstance. There could be issues that happen within a family that literally breaks the family. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's something you have to learn how to manage that. And that's the, what we're talking about, is how to manage that type of a family during the holidays. You might bump into them at Cousin Susie's, you know. Potluck dinner. Yeah, whatever it may be. Cousin Susie might be closer, closer to that side, and they invited him over, whatever it may be. And, you know, you happen to see them. So that's something that you kind of have to deal with. Is That's the reason I wrote down check yourself. Because it's almost like you're a little kid and you're touching the stove to check to see if it's hot you get burnt but you learn from it yeah if you know and you try again like hey kyle it's been you know four years since i've seen you like how are you doing and if you still come off my next step would be like okay cool all right i get it don't worry about how the fuck i've been on okay. it okay all right and then you, you're I'm gonna do a fine motherfucker yeah so <laughs> so you're almost talking about like putting yourself out there yeah so it's not on you anymore mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like because you haven't talked to the person for so long it's unknown right? yeah now you know and it's a peace of mind. Yeah. Whether you don't know, like, you know, maybe they are cool about, you know, whatever the situation may be and and see how it goes. And again, like I said, if, if it's something brutal where you don't see yourself, then manage that not talking to them. Mm-hmm. That's it, what I'm trying to be saying, like, it, proactive. It reminds me, that, that thought process reminds me of something we discussed about... Uh, when you're trying to add value to your life and making decisions on things that add value to your life, Correct. is asking yourself, what is this doing for me? Yeah. Right? So if you're holding a grudge or being mad at somebody, it's, you know, we're not asking you to all of a sudden be best friends with some family member that you have a mortal, that is your mortal <laughs> enemy, but literally ask yourself, what is this doing for me? Being mad at... It takes energy yeah. to be mad. Cousin Pete, what, what is it doing for me? Cousin Pete, Cousin well, Pete. Well, think about like was the Hatfields and the McCoys. You know, just... Is is that the famous fight? Yeah, the famous yeah, just family. Just generations. Yeah. They don't even know why they started it now or yeah. something like that. You it was know? on like, like A&E or something like that. Yeah, it like, became a damn the, TV series. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. so famous. The Flintstones <laughs> even did an episode about it. Seriously? Yeah, it was the... God, I can't remember now. 
Well, it's not that important, but the fact that they did it. The monkeys it, did an episode on it, too, because Davey f- fell in love with the girl from the other side. This now sounds like Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. But Capulets and Montagues. West Side Story. What you're talking about is generations. That's energy. That's, that's time it, that people yeah. are putting an effort in into basically saying, I hate you to the other person. A lot of negative energy. Yeah. For and no that's something energy. that, you know, if you put aside, extend the olive branch, if it is there, then it's there. If not, cool. Look, you could have diminished that portion of your life where you have to put energy to hate someone. Yeah. It's funny because I watched the show Shaws of Sunset. It's a, like a reality TV show. Last season, something happened. And Where are they two from? Friends. It's L.A. area, like the sunset, you know, down there. <laughs> down there. Orange County. Like, it's all like the Southern California, basically. Got it. And last season, somebody got, a friend got mad at another friend and hit him. And they, that season, the reunion, they were like, no, it's over. We're never talking to you ever again. Da, 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 da. So dramatic. Yeah. But he himself said throughout, like, it's taking energy for me to hate this person. Why? You know, like, what? what's the point of me hating her? She made a mistake. If she owns up to it, if she shows and proves to herself that, you know, something happened, that's a difference, then that's effort that she's putting in to become positive. If you're just holding that negative there, then anything that that person might be doing, what does it matter then? Yeah. Negative times a negative equals a positive. It's not true in this scenario. <laughs> not, not, not true in this scenario. Not true in this scenario. Jaime Escalante is a great teacher. Stan Deliver is a great movie. That does not hold true in this particular case. <laughs> yeah, the other thing was talking about how you said two different families. Yeah. How are you? So you, newly yeah. married. Ruben, you've been, you're a vet at this. Yeah, almost 10 years. Really? Congratulations, yeah. man. Oh, and and Ruben's is... also a veteran. And they're leaving. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Thank you for your service. And that's coming up. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, we, uh, so we get all that free stuff. You get so excited. Oh, yeah. You get to eat at IHOP for free. $5 gift card gift Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a five star? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Sorry. That's just fucked up. So, how, so um, how do you plan? To, to manage holidays uh, now that you're newly married does it change anything and, and also Ruben to you how have you done so for quite some time I would imagine um, you and your wife are well your wife has family here so you're not both technically transplants did you have any family here or did you make your way up here for the wife and for uh, career move just career right? yeah so and she happened to have family up here too so that helped yeah, actually, uh, okay. I didn't find out that she had family up here until uh, we were moving up here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, got so it. I thought all her family was back in Arizona, where she's from. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was just me assuming, because all my family's from Texas. Yeah, Tejas. Yeah, Tejas. <laughs> Soy Mendez from Tejas. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, like, yeah, almost 10 years worth of being married um it's been great we have our up and downs and family issues like anybody else does yeah mm-hmm. uh, my background with my family and this is true i mean we're we're a stereotypical type mexican family <laughs> yeah you know you hear like george lopez talking about you know mexican that's... families and stuff like that that's my family <laughs> <laughs> no. that's fucking awesome and you say like managing family and getting over stuff and 
Uh, my family, no. It's no. grudges till the end of time and yeah. past that. <laughs> In the grave. <laughs> In the grave, Motherfucker. right? Motherfucker. And uh, reincarnation, they still hold a grudge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's funny because, you know, you try to live and go past that and, and and better yourself and i kind of learned a lot of that when i actually moved away from my family oh. meeting my wife meeting her family understanding them getting to know them we had our disagreements on a few things a lot of disagreements in my family disagreeing with each other you know you know how that goes just all yeah. family everyone always fights about something at some point right so you have Three different groups. We have my family, my immediate family. Then you have my family, my parents and aunts, uncles, all that stuff. Her family. Everyone's going to get in a fight. But like I said, when I moved up here, I learned a lot. And even when I wasn't living in Arizona at the time, being around her family, there are differences and there are things that you guys will fight about. But moving past those, it does help mm-hmm. a lot. You know, you grow as a person. And it's trivial things that you guys fight about. Uh, good example, when I met my wife, she never doesn't have a cell phone. She hates cell phones, even to this day. She has a cell phone now, but... Emergency uh, purposes only, probably. Well, that's the whole thing, is I wanted her to have a cell phone, like, about five years ago mm-hmm. and for emergency purposes and all that stuff and call her family and everything. She refused. Her uncle got mad at me because thinking I'm not the one that wanted to buy oh, her cell phone. Oh, shit. So he bought her a cell phone... And was putting me down for it. You're not taking care of my niece, blah, blah, blah. Oh, shit. I let it go because yeah. I know it wasn't me, mm-hmm. right? It was just the assumption and the way it was portrayed. Got sorry. It. And we get along just fine, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he's the one that kind of, when I was getting married, he's the one that kind of said, you know, you should run away. Don't join the family, right? <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it was quite hilarious. It's your last chance, brother. It's your last chance. You better run. Um, but no, he's a great guy. It just, like I said, me and him, we get along even to this day. So you can see now, like, through from his perspective at that particular time, he was just being protective, didn't understand the whole situation. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's good. And then uh, interesting thing about her family is uh, I have three father-in-laws. So, you know, one father-in-law, you know how that is. So I have Man, times three. Good luck with that. Right. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to be with her family. I do enjoy her family and her family up here. Man, they welcomed me with open arms when I first moved up here and That's helped awesome. showed me around. So it's good, good shit. Good shit. Yeah, it's gonna be my first holiday season being married. Yeah. Wow. What's gonna, gonna change? Anything? See, that, that's what I was actually thinking about before. You know. I never really celebrated Thanksgiving or Christmas. It was more of a family coming over and exchange gifts. It wasn't mm-hmm. Christmas to the traditional sense, right? But I never took it to the level of other people to have. Like Christmas to some people is like motherfucking like for me, like Fourth of July is amazing because I get to blow shit up. Damn, Byron. Right. <laughs> I love yeah, I love yeah, but this to them is that. Never got into it, but Steph's family was. Or is, I should say. Like, they love Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that kind of stuff, right? So, when we started dating, I would go to their house for Thanksgiving. And I would get, like, the turkey, the gravy. Because mom never cooked Indian... or cooked Traditional food. Indian food? She would cook traditional Indian food. But at the same time, we never did Thanksgiving, like, the turkey, mashed potatoes, gravies. Oh, like, really? All of that. We never did it. 
So I was always excited when Thanksgiving came around because I knew I was going to be getting good food. <laughs> Wait, so what do you, you're talking about your family? Steph. Steph's family. Because they for, did. Yeah, so I would go you know, they Thanksgiving. They did American Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they did the whole turkey, ham, and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, it had you know Vietnamese spice to it, and adding spring rolls here and there. And yeah, delicious, right? Same thing with Christmas. It'd be the same type of deal where meat and all that stuff was coming from her side. So now I'm thinking about it. I'm probably gonna get that stuff in house. Oh, that's, so I'm thinking of it. Yeah, my man. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping because she says she wants to do Thanksgiving at the house. I'm like, okay, let's 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 do it. Let's try this. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is Emily and I talked about that too. It was kind of like, we were so sick of driving around town. Like it's, it. Oh, especially it what was that one day that you had? Bruh. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving every year, man. Friendsgiving? Yeah. No. So I, my parents have been separated since I was, uh, I don't yeah. know, teenager, young teenager. So, and you know, I make it a point to see all my family, right? So I go to my grandma's house on my dad's side. We have a very traditional Anglo-Saxon American Thanksgiving dinner. Sit at a table. Silverware is out. Legit silverware, right? Actual <laughs> silverware. And uh, there's a turkey. There's a ham. There's gravy. There's stuffing. There's mashed potatoes. There's cranberries. There's rolls. There's green beans. Shit like that, right? What you would uh, like your your Typical, stereotypical, really, Thanksgiving dinner with white folks. Just to let y'all know. You call me the racist one. <laughs> no, I'm, it's, I'm, it's me, man. I'm half white. Anglo, that's why I said Anglo-Saxon. You ever talk about whites? Ruben was talking about Mexicans. I talk about either one, and I'm branded a racist. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. I can't stand this guy. <laughs> so we do that. We do that. I was going to say something, but not. And that, of course, is promptly at 2 p.m. What? <laughs> Promptly. Yeah, you want to come over? No. Was it too early? You still sleeping then? Yeah. Yeah. So that's promptly at 2 p.m. Thanksgiving day? Yeah, I'm man. Then after that, I go to Mom's house on my mom's side of the family, and it's the complete opposite, right? We get there. My aunt's still prepping everything. It's supposed to start at like 4. It doesn't start to like 6. There's a bunch <laughs> of pies on the table just chilling. Like food comes out, and you just kind of grab stuff when you want to, and everyone's just kind of sitting around doing their thing. It's still a great time. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a completely different environment. Then we go to Emily's family. Emily's family is huge. So, sorry. In my aunt's house, it's traditional stuff and it's non-traditional. Usually she'll do like four turkeys. It's ridiculous. She'll fry one, smoke one, and then one will be in the oven and one will be in like this big ass turkey roaster machine thing. It looks like a looks like a huge crock pot. It's like crock pot as big as this fucking table. It's a monster. Um, so there's that. And we always get a ton of leftovers to go. Like she gets like big ass trays, send us home with stuff. So we go to Emily's family and it's hella Filipino food. And there's a turkey there. But I think it's there just because they feel like they have to have it. <laughs> <More like> that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll come and, to that one. Yeah, right? Get some Filipino food. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's Ponce, Lupia, Sisi, mm. like everything, right? All that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's always double. Usually usually they do chicken. Um, <laughs> but then it's like it's like the turkey and the mashed potatoes and gravy are just like there because they have to be there. And it's a ton of people and it's awesome as well. So it's, it's an extremely busy day, and I complain about how long it is, and I drive all the way over town and see all these people, but it's a good problem to have. 
realistically, right? To be able to go see all that family, eat that much food, it's awesome. Everything is so interesting that we talk about, right? wrote it down, too. <laughs> Dick. I, I think it's also important to, as, as you're doing all this, right? We, we talked a lot about letting go of, of past hurts. We talked about how to appreciate your family. And we talked about the diversity that family brings when you have, you know, a, a partner and their side of the family. It's also important throughout all, all this time to find time to be yourself alone to process what's going on because if you are like kyle that day you are so busy you don't have time to even breathe let alone you know he's probably losing three four belt notches as his stomach's (laughs) exploding from eating all that food so it's important to take a time out even if that's just going outside for five minutes just alone just breathe in some air the thing you don't want to do which which is going to hurt you more, is don't go out there and be on your phone, checking Facebook or whatever like that. Because then the five minutes you spend is going to be over just like that. <laughs> and it's not like you got a chance to relax. You're still living in other worlds. But what you need to do is you need to center yourself. And when you come back in, you're going to feel so refreshed. You're going to be ready to go. And you're going to have more fun. And then here's the other thing is if, if you don't want to go out by yourself, Take a look around. You were surrounded by family that, you know, Kyle pointed out earlier, that maybe you only see once a year. And I know that's the case for me a lot of times is when all of our families get together, I only see them once or twice a year, you know, Thanksgiving and and Christmas. So what I'm going to do next time is I'm going to take one of my relatives aside and be like, you know what? I haven't really had a chance to interact with you one-on-one. Let's go talk. And so I would say the same thing. Find a relative that you don't know that well, could be younger than you, get to know their life story. They're going to feel good. Or if it's someone older, older people love talking and, and expressing themselves, right? I got hella stories. But that's the thing is when you're around the holidays, it's your time to connect with people, not just put up with them, not just to, um, what's the word that we used at lunch? Um, tolerate. Tolerate. Yes, yeah, not just to tolerate them. It's, it's a chance to connect with them. And I think that's one thing that we don't do enough of is is genuine connections. Good shit. I like it. Crazy, man. Yeah. Good stuff, fellas. Good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Ruben looks so scared right now, but it's time! Time, time, time! For Kyle Reads. Reads, reads, reads. What does he read? Two minutes. Take away! Oh, sorry, Layla. We woke her up. <laughs> so confusing. So that, yeah, that's, that's what they do to intro the two-minute takeaway. And we got a dog running around in here. Yes, was so, she in the room sleeping the whole time? Yeah, she was just right here. So those on YouTube, it. this is my dad's mouth. puppy, Layla. Your dad's in, puppy sitting. Your dad's in India, by the way, for like a half a year. Mm-hmm. So today's episode was all about how to manage family during the holidays. Not how to deal with them, because you're blessed to have the family. Whether you get along with them or not, it is an absolute blessing. Accept that blessing. Take the time to make sure that you connect with families you don't see very often. Especially if you don't see them very often. Why? Why don't you take advantage of the time that you do get to see them? Um, Amit had mentioned, it's okay to be mad at somebody. 
but you don't have to take it so far that it disrupts everything and disrupts the entire dynamic. Keep that in mind. Connect with your family members. Center yourself. Take time away. If you're a little stressed out, there's a little bit too much going on, multiple sides of the family going on, take a time out. Center yourself. Don't distract yourself. You walk outside and look at your phone and look at Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or whatever. That's just another distraction. It's taking you away from yourself. Connect with yourself. Relax. Then get back to it. That's really all we got. So going into the holiday season this year, make sure you take advantage of every moment you have with every relative that you haven't really connected with in the past. Friends, relatives, your family, in-laws, future in-laws, future ex-in-laws, whatever, whatever they may be. <laughs> take some time out. Learn a little bit of something. And thanks for joining us today, Rubes. Thank you for thanks joining for us, Rubes. Ruben from Tejas. I really don't need to do that. I can just... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You already have it. got it. Bang it. For those that are confused on what we're doing, go to our YouTube channel. Boom. And you will see what we're doing. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. And don't forget the YouTube channel. We need you to like and share all the videos. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We need our own URL. Damn it. We're almost there. We need y'all to hook us up. Help us out. So, with that said... Thank you for tuning in this week to another fantastic episode. That dog is afraid to jump off of a two-foot-high chair. It's a pansy. <laughs> Hit us up next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. GYSEpodcast.com. Get your shit together. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your shit together.